be playing like the imperial march or do 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 yeah <laughs> well everyone welcome to every man's guide to nerddom we're back we are after a month and a half hiatus mm -hmm. or we're, we're fresh we're fresh we're two 40 something year olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want kyle's rolling his eyes i'm chris and i'm kyle and i hate this intro now uh <laughs> with a passion but Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for sticking around and coming back. If you guys want to be part of the community, hang out with us. There's a link in the show notes down below for the Discord. So click on that. Join that. Make sure you're liking, following, or whatever uh, on whatever platform you're watching. But join the Discord if you want to be part of that. We have uh, all kinds of different categories for all kinds of uh, discussions going on from video games, movies, TV, anime, ball sports, uh, Legos, Funkos, whatever you like. It's there, and there's people talking about it. So be a part of that awesome great community that's still growing even though we haven't really done anything in a month and a half which that's a testament um mm -hmm. also if you want to uh hang out with chris and myself live we do both stream on twitch you can find chris over there under guyver unit zero one g-u-y-v-e-r-u-n-t zero one uh myself under ksig k underscore s-i-g uh, we're streaming on friday and saturday nights doing community games on friday night just kind of whatever is random and fun and a good like group game and then we do Spooky Saturdays where we play indie horror games. We've been playing a lot of uh, Lethal Company lately, which has been really, really fun. Uh, Chris dies a lot, which is mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. What else is new? Uh, we should so probably take a break from that coming up so we don't get burned out, too. I got, I got so many clips of uh, Chris and Chof both dying in hilarious fashion. So, um, And more from last night that I could go back and grab. So we'll get that. So, yeah, you guys check that out. Uh, hang out with us. And... Yeah, it's cool to be back finally. Like this little this little break, unintentional for the most part. I was sick. Chris had life stuff going on. I got sick again, and then holidays. But we're back in the groove now, so it's good to be here. It is. It is. Um, and we have our usual suspects. Mm -hmm. Um, our state of the nerd guests from last year, as well, and our previous years. So we'll start, I'm going to start in logical order the way my screen's set up. Okay, that works. I don't know what it looks like on your end, but we'll go with it. So <laughs> first off, we've got Mr. B-Rob. Mr. B-Rob is our one of our local experts with all things Marvel, uh, Star Wars, sports related. You name it, he's kind of a cornucopia of nerd knowledge. Like a sponge. Um, a sponge. And yeah. 
usually uh he has some good stuff to say um usually most of the time yeah most of the time and as of um, this year i'm an expert in fantasy football evidently like i say he's the reigning champion so congrats congrats the reigning champ of fantasy the football um so mr b rob's with us welcome mr b rob yep thanks for having me uh we've got dr justin our doctor. resident expert doctor a resident expert in all things mst3k flash uh dc um harry potter books just nerd star wars also nerddom mm -hmm. in general tie-dye shirts even tie-dye shirts he's knuff <laughs> unfortunately not uh fancy football uh as i would hope as well but hey third place oh. is and I will begrudgingly say probably has the best hair on the panel right now. Oh, absolutely. It, it pains me to say that. It really absolutely. does. Absolutely. Thank you. First he had this luscious long hair and now it's it, just gorgeous. You had a like almost a formal mullet at one time. And now you're to to this. A bullet. There's yeah. a bullet. Yeah. It'll, it'll happen again. It'll yeah. happen again. Summer and then and we got chill. Okay, and now we move on. <laughs> Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, no, you guys, we, uh, for some reason, we can't. Yeah, Chof's panel's not popping up, but he's here somewhere. He's lurking in the shadows doing Chof things. So, Chof things. Chof is here, our, re our resident expert in all things Weird Al. Mm -hmm. Also, yep. Mr. Chof's got a birthday coming up. Ah, happy early birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Getting older. So, getting older. So, what we talk about, Kyle, what's the format? What do we do on. State of the Nerd. So our State of the Nerd, what we've done in the past and what we'll do with this one is just kind of talking about all the uh, the things that we enjoyed or that we disliked uh, from the year past, from 2023. Um, we're going to talk a little a little bit about things coming up in 2024 that we're excited about as long as we can kind of fit it all within our time frame. Um, we're going to dedicate a pretty decent little section to um, talking about those that we lost in 2023. We, there was a lot... It was a big list. Uh, there this was year. a lot, and I don't like. It's the list is always kind of big, but um, and we narrowed it down to, yeah, like took a lot off, uh, to mostly like kind of nerdy pop culture stuff. Uh, a lot of NASA people actually, I noticed off the list. So, uh, that's out there. We'll spend some time talking about that, the ones that like affected us, and then we'll also, like I said, we'll talk about some things that we're excited about in the upcoming year. Um, I think we all kind of had different experiences. I know, like. Chris and you guys consumed a lot of TV and movie media. Um, I consumed a lot of video game media. Chof consumed a lot of beer. And so we've got all these different things that we can we can talk about. So that's why we like having a panel like this, because we've got all these different angles. And, and we can, since we all can't do everything, we can kind of all get together and cover almost everything. Mm -hmm. So with that... Let's start off with our look back of 2023. We're going to start back. We're going to start with notable TV shows. This, let me preference that these lists are our lists and our list alone. You may not agree with them, which is fine. You can have a difference in opinion. We just kind of narrowed down just ones that we thought were nerd worthy. Because, you know, some of them, like, I could give a rat's ass about, um, romance shows like the sex in the city stuff like not my thing maybe your thing so be it if you think that's notable you know let us know yeah 
So with that, we will go over a couple of big shows. Well, some of the big shows this year. We'll start off with Invincible Season 2. Yeah, I know you were excited about that. Yes. Um, we started it. We haven't finished it yet, but so far Season 2 was has been pretty good. Um, Invincible, of course, based off of the Robert Kirkman comic um, that is kind of a DC clone. It's it, what would happen if Superman was sent to actually invade our planet and had a kid. Yeah. Definitely um, does feel it, more DC than Marvel. It is. It's, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a DC clone is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel never had that Superman type. I don't think really. I guess the closest century. that, yeah. Century would be century. Yeah. He wasn't even that popular. I think. Right. Growing up. So. Well, and he was, he's a, when did, when was century nineties, late nineties? Early two thousands, like ninety years old. Yeah, when I, that's yeah. when I first ever I think heard of him. So, um, Reservation Dogs season three, so good, fantastic. Um, Justin's our resident William Knifeman. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, especially for those that are familiar with Oklahoma, like. That's the Oklahoma I live in, not the um, uh, Tiger King guy. Uh, that's, that's... <laughs> not Joe Exotic. Yeah. I live in both. I don't know about. I'd say guys. I'm in both. Like I think that's Oklahoma's both. Like yeah, I'm like, in. I'm in like the hometown. so easily. Res dogs, and I can guarantee you, it's both right here. I may, I may be in denial about the whole Tiger King thing, but uh, but yeah, it was uh, especially. The, uh, one of the nice parts about this last season was um, when Ethan Hawke came on and was introduced as the dad and all of that. All of that was filmed two blocks from my house. And was it was, really? Oh, hey, I know that. I know that. Oh, my God. That's literally right by my house because uh, they filmed all right off of 31st and Harvard if uh, for those. Oh, wow. That one of Doc's Justin, yes. So traffic sucked. Uh, well, unfortunately, I didn't know. I thought maybe coming back from school, I would have seen them or something because I passed that every day. Um, but I didn't that why in that one scene, uh, Justin, there it was blurred out. It might have looked like your house with this dude just butt naked at the door. Well, I wore a shirt. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, you went to put it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I am classy. I, you know, full, full frontal is, uh, the new, you know, classy, especially for, uh, fx with the uh, prestige <laughs> television so but yeah it was it was great um i think it ended just perfectly like mm -hmm. every beat was just good and i think it's really funny that uh you know it ends and echo premieres just um you know a couple months later yeah and uh it's great to see so much indigenous with uh res dogs with uh echo with killers of flower moon all these it's good to see more uh, indigenous stories, but did they have to take the entire cast from Res Dogs to <laughs> Echo? It seemed like uh, it's like there's a lot more indigenous people out there, but it, I liked both for sure. Uh, I, I just that was kind of funny. I mean, they're both Disney properties. I bet they just said, "Okay, yeah. here, go to You're this, go next door, go next door." You're go, under go, contract. Go. You're and free. honestly, like yeah. it's a business. That's a fairly smart move. I mean, you're taking recognizable faces, and mm -hmm. you're gonna ride that out. You know. And yeah, I agree. There's so many more out there that they could use, but but that's, I mean, business is business. That's that's going to draw more people. Like why in. the iron's hot? Yep. Yeah. Right, but at the same time, 
you get that Tim Tebow kind of deal where Tim Tebow was one of the most amazing college football players of our time. And everybody hated him because the media shoved him down your throat. So it just becomes yeah. overkill. You, you, and you can get overkill and burnout. Yep. No, it was just the, uh, the under eye thing that drove people crazy. Uh, yeah go with that oh uh, that he just like he always had like stuff written on the under eye make oh that sticker oh, yeah. on his eye that's why i hated even seeing him okay yeah i'm yeah, with you i'm with you now uh b rob i know you're a huge fan of this show and i have yet to see it so why don't you take this next one man reacher rarely do you come across a tv series adapted from a book that just knocks it out of the park. Uh, changing very little, um, but just following, you know, there's 30 plus books in the Reacher series. And uh, they, for the first two seasons, they've definitely picked the right books to get this thing started. Alan Richardson does an amazing job. If you don't know who that is, he was Hawk. Hawk and um, He was Thad in Blue Mountain State. Um, he had a, a part in The Last Fast and Furious X. Um, as one of the bad guys, so um, he's no, just, just awesome. amazing, just amazing. He he he's just the embodiment of that character. Great acting, and then his just physical presence. Where Tom Cruise got the persona down. Mm -hmm. um, Jack Reacher is not a five six guy. He he's a large large man. And Alan Rich did an amazing job. Anyone else watch it? I have yet to start it. It's on my to do list. No, I haven't started yet. I've been seeing like a bit, like lots of stuff about it, and it's it's uh, looks like something I would really enjoy. But I I haven't consumed a whole lot of TV this last year. Mine was like movies and video games. I will tell you the majority of what I've seen. Full disclosure of uh, Reacher was is those um, YouTube and Facebook reels that they'll do of the show. Mm -hmm. Like that's where I've seen the majority oh. of the stuff from that actually did pique my interest. Like one that, you know, always pops up is like, I guess these three guys got paid 50 bucks or whatever to beat him up. And that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's pretty brutal. It looks pretty cool. And the, the lead actor is he got, he's been around for a bit, but he was in talk and dove and then went into uh, the Titans and several DC properties then he was the main enforcement, good guy, bad guy, whatever you want to call it, on uh, Fast X. And so he's really starting to come up. So the um, the quality of his acting, but he's also just a, a massive, massive man. Uh, yeah. But did you, they, they announced uh, just a couple of weeks ago that, uh, I always say his name wrong, but uh, K, or uh, Ki Kwan, Kehi Kwan. Uh-huh. Data. Uh, yes. Short round. Uh, yeah, he's actually mm -hmm. going to be on season three, and they're going to, so it's going to be called Reach Around. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> that one took a little bit to develop. It was totally worth it. Okay. Uh, Thank you for that. Thank no, you. That was good. Yeah. I'd watch it. Um, <laughs> I totally forgot about the Hawk and Dove TV show, the short lived TV show. I totally forgot about that one. Yeah, back when DC Universe had its own streaming and all that before uh -huh. HBO Max and all like that. Like when they did Swamp Thing and I refused to finish it after they canceled it after episode two. Yes, and it was actually good. Well, well, they're getting ready to come out with another one. Yeah, true. Let's so, 
really quickly before we dive in, hit on that what you were talking about with HBO taking on all the DC stuff and like Max. Like, I was super excited about that because I've been able to dive into some stuff that I've never been able to watch or I could have watched, but it's just like all right there now. And I'm happy with it because it's free because I have it with my AT&T stuff. And so I think that was a good move by HBO 100% like to get that out there. And we got so much of the cool DC animated stuff that I've been wanting to watch forever that I'm finally getting, getting to watch now. You're about to get pissed. Oh no. What I missed. They're getting ready to purge most of that. Why? Where did I miss that? Because the new CEO believes that we shouldn't have anything for free and we should have to pay for all this. Quote, unquote. Hmm. Yeah, whenever it was first HBO Max uh, and they first started getting the DC stuff and then they got the the, Cartoon Network stuff, Adult Swim. So they had Crunchyroll. They had... Rick and Morty, they had DC, like I was all in, especially with all of the other HBO stuff. Then when the uh, Discovery Channel, and then it just became Max, then it started opening itself up to a lot more um, like 90 day fiance type of bullshit. And yep. and some people may love that, good for you if you do, but um, so I think the since the Discovery merger, it's watered down, and it's going to get it watered down even more, as Chris points out. Uh, but things like Aquaman and, and other things, if you don't get to see it in the theater, you know it's going to be on there. And like Kyle, I've got it for free with my AT&T, so uh, I'm all for it. But yeah, unfortunately, all of streaming is going to look differently in 2024 because they just keep taking taking stuff off and taking stuff off. And if you don't have a series on there, then you don't have to pay those actors and those writers and all of that. So streamline 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 cut stuff out which sucks for us the consumers yeah Mm -hmm. it's getting too spread i mean in my eyes too spread out well it's it's turning into cable again yeah it is that's the whole reason why (laughs) and now it's like we're back to it yeah yeah just means 2024 is the year of the pirate It, it honestly like i see that coming it's coming back hard like the like with the stuff with sony also like they there for a little bit they were like cutting out a ton of tv shows that people had bought like it wasn't streaming mm-hmm. but they were like oh you can't use them on our platform anymore blah 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 because of rights because it comes down to the whole you didn't buy or you didn't you buy digital you don't own it yeah you're buying the license the license went out yeah, so, that's yeah. Actually, Year of the Pirate is coming back hardcore. I, I want it. That actually, that would be a good episode for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this meme earlier. How to pirate and not and get away with it. Oh, that too. Are you going to Beat pirate me the in. show? Um, I saw this meme yesterday that actually made a lot of sense. Um, so Ubisoft's uh director of yes. gaming development or whatever said. And which pissed off the nerding community as well it should, because it was inflammatory. He said, you need to get used to that you don't own any of these games. We own it. We can take them back at any time. Mm-hmm. If it's digital, we own the games. Even if it's physical. exactly what he said, though, still. It's, it's you know, basically... Because he, he, refer- he was referring to... He's, he's saying, like, if you read, like... Because I, I, I listen to gaming podcasts all the time. They've talked about it. I went and looked it up. And I, I agree with you. It made people mad, and where he's going is not right. 
But his quote is saying, for Netflix-type gaming stuff to take off, people are going to have to get used to not owning it. Yeah, so like the game, saying. not gaming like, as a service, but like Game Pass and yeah, he's saying the Game Pass stuff. Like yeah, he's I saying, stand if, correctly. like if you, yeah, like, but again, you're right because the way he's coming off, yeah. sounds like exactly what you said, and that's what people are. That and I think that's because like that that guy is not, he's English is not his first language, right? Isn't mm-hmm. he like, yeah, yeah. So so there was some nuance to it, and you go read like if you go look up the actual thing, like paragraphs before he he describes game he talks uh ubi play and stuff how yeah you don't own it so some of that stuff eventually does have to fall off because only one person is playing on the server like it's just not financial yeah stuff like that that's what he was saying like for that to actually take off and be a service for everybody people are gonna have to get used to that like they are and and he's saying because like with netflix everything else we're already used to that because we've dealt with it forever already where it's like oh we lost the license to friends now somebody else has it so yeah. now you have to go there well this oh, meme good. i saw made a lot of sense yesterday and it's supposed yes, to have been funny and ironic but it said if paying for games means you don't own them yes then pirating pirating games isn't stealing yep and that's hey that's, that's why i've always been if like Nintendo, Nintendo is a prime example. If you're not going to give me a way to play Super Mario on current hardware, I don't care. Like at that point, it's like, sorry, I can't pull out an NES anymore and it reliably work. But if you gave me a way to buy it for like $5 to play for that nostalgia hit, fine. Agree. Yeah. All, all, yeah, all that the the licensing. It, you would have thought, like after years of like like with Netflix, and then what we've seen. I mean, we've seen this before with the games and stuff too, and like we just the Friends example of it bouncing around from st- streaming service to streaming service. Like, there's going to be some backlash, and the I think the the piracy side of video games is a little bit more dangerous uh for the end user than like media right just because of all the executable files and stuff that come with it whenever you download something like that um but the the tv and movie side i've seen so much talk of just acquaintances of mine talking about well time to spin the server back up you know like try to because for a long time, like it went down, it went down when like Netflix and all this stuff was going good. You could get all your stuff somewhere. Like there was no need for most people to have a personal media server with all their stuff on it that they could pull at any time, unless it was just like a hobby type thing. Mm-hmm. And so your hobbyist kind of kept it going, kept Plex going, and was well, a jelly fan and all these other things. Um, but now, like it's seriously coming back uh, because people are fed up with getting you know, eight to ten to fifteen dollar to death to watch a couple of shows here, then I gotta go over here and watch it because that's what we all got away. I mean, I haven't had satellite or cable in years. Years. I haven't had no need for it. And now it's so hard to find anything anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like and a lot of stuff you can't even like a lot of it is hard to even find it's like if I want to rent it for a day and watch it. You can't sometimes you can't even find that. And so yeah, it's um I don't think it'll make a big enough dent in the industry to cause a change because that group of people's not 
massive, but it'll grow. Um, it'll grow. We're going to come back to like the early 2000s Napster area. So, yeah. era. So, I'm going to kibosh this anymore because we're, yeah, this we will got, be we're a really time. good episode. Well, and this will be a really good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's always Kyle thinking about yourself. Adam makes good point. No, I'm thinking about content for later, Chove. Yeah, yeah we'll have you on that one, Chove. Oh, okay. Um, then, yeah, let's kibosh that sucker. <laughs> uh, Greml- Gremlins, the secrets of the, how do you pronounce it? Mog- Mog- Mogwai? 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 I started you not ever watched the movie? I never finished it. You so, not ever watched a movie? Yes, I've watched a movie. What is that one even on? It's, uh, it was on uh, HBO, I thought, or Max. Uh, okay. Hmm. Um, it? it was pretty good. And yeah, I didn't watch it. Uh, the bear season two, which just demolished at everything this year so at all the award shows. So good. So good. I haven't seen it. Can you guys go over what it is real quick? Uh, basically so, a, a dude family owned uh restaurant. A dude goes off and becomes a uh you know Michelin star chef. Comes back to Chicago to this family beef sandwich store and tries to continue the family business but it's just not sustainable and so he at the end of season one closes it down and season two starts up a new restaurant or it's about starting up a new restaurant um it's so good the writing the acting uh it's a frenetic almost uh type the christmas episode alone uh and anyone that's that's seen it the christmas episode is one of the best hours of television I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's, uh, I'm not an anxiety filled person. I'm always like a Zen cow, man. But that episode, I was like, Oh God, <laughs> the entire time. Oh, it was just so good. Um, and really, I think it, it put uh, Jeremy, oh shoot, what's his last name? Um, uh, White. Yes, thank Wait, you. Jeremy, Jeremy Allen White. Or something like Jeremy that. Allen White. So it, it really put him on a path because he was kind of known with a couple of things. Uh, here and there, but it was like, you know, a show on uh, Showtime or this or that. And now I think he's, especially with Iron Claw and uh, Fingernails movie that just came out not too long ago on Apple Plus. Like, I think it really catapulted him into stardom. But, but yeah, it's, it's incredibly good. So if you like family drama, if you like restaurant, if you like high pressure, it's also pretty funny too. So that's, that's great, great show then. Heck yeah. Yeah. The, the sure. awards were well deserved. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, we got another one that just whooped up. Beef. Um, Steve Yoon got best actor. Um, which was and this is what's nuts. Asian American got best actor. Asian American got best actress. Um, and apparently it's based off of uh the guy who wrote it and directed it really happened. Mm. Um, he was, I was watching an interview. He said, yeah, thank you to the lady who, you know, this is based off of and how this happened. Cause it made for a really good show. Um, I've heard that there's a season two possibly in development too. What's it about? I've never even, I don't think I even heard of it. road rage. Oh, okay. That's the way to put it. And then one one upping each other. So road rage, the whole time. someone does something. So then the person then one-ups them, and then the other person one-ups them. 
and it's all about getting even revenge, but basically losing control in your own life. So you're taking it out on someone else and trying to, you know, there's a lot more to it, but it's yeah. it's pretty good. Uh, Poker Face, another big one. Um, I believe that's uh, Natasha Leone. Mm-hmm. Um, Written and she... directed by Ryan Johnson. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, that that was the my pull into it because I wasn't a huge Natasha Leone fan. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, hey, if this is a weekly series of Glass Onion every week, uh, something like that, then I'm all for it. And it was awesome. Awesome. It was so good. So, so good. Didn't it not? It didn't get renewed, though, didn't it? Or something? Or is it still in hiatus? It's There's still something in hiatus. going on that I was hearing about with that. Yeah, one. but a lot of that had to do with Roger Strikes and everything else. And so some of that's getting ironed out. All, right. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Gen V, uh, spinoff of The Boys. Phenomenal. Um, no, I haven't watched it. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Oh, so you good. guys watch season two of the boys? Well, I got through season one. Yeah, you I, guess, no, the... I started season two and you remember the wiener scene? Oh yeah. Yeah. Gen V goes beyond that. <laughs> More Yay, <laughs> beyond wieners. Uh Vegan no, this isn't George R. R. Martin and floppy wieners, floppy wieners. What if Ant Man gave you a handy? Something uh along those lines. Yeah, think of that. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, which version of Ant-Man? Yeah, wouldn't it be a whole body? <laughs> the small, if the small Ant-Man gave you a hand. Not Giant-Man. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, if, actually, if, okay. That would that would actually make me feel pretty good. Better, you know, about myself. So, yeah. Make, yeah. make you look huge. Uh, multiple Star Trek uh, shows. Picard Season 3. Uh, well, that was the end of it, too, wasn't it? Picard? Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, there's like two or Beyond three other worlds or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yep. yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The animated one. Yeah. Um, multiple star tracks. Um, the last of us, which was a great show. Season one, uh, Nick Offerman, who actually won an award for I his saw that. on that. Yeah. But, he was awesome. Yeah. That it, they, that was completely changed from the game or right. television, but I thought it, I thought it was, really well done and how they did it yeah similar to justin because he, he's like absolutely right the christmas episode of the bear season two is one of the best shows i felt like nick offerman that that part episode that, yeah that episode uh was top five top three for me for sure so good nice and if that's saying a lot for b-rob too yeah to like something mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no i like good things i don't like travesties uh let's see uh Real quick before uh with Star Trek, mm-hmm. uh that Picard season three was actually next generation season eight. Uh and <laughs> <Was> it really <laughs> it yeah. was fucking fantastic. Like, they gave you what you didn't know you needed. Exactly. And it, it stuck the landing so well. Yeah, like, very good. It was amazing. It was so good. Nice. And, yeah, all of them have been pretty good. Um, but that was just yeah, exactly what B Rob said. Didn't know I needed it, uh, but man, I'm so glad it it, it exists. It was there. Yeah, because I wasn't need... gonna watch it, and a friend said, "Well, you like the Next Generation?" I was like, "Yeah, you need to watch it." Okay. So. And you're yeah, going away. Voyager continuation now. 
Oh, I would love a Voyager continuation. Deep Space Nine. I want to know what happened to that space station. <laughs> the Junkers got it. The Scavengers. <laughs> um, Percy Jackson. Started in 2023 and carried over, so we can talk about Percy Jackson in 2024. Next year's Nerky, too. I will tell you, um, B-Rob called it when because he started watching it before I did. It is probably one of the best series out there right now. My oldest has started watching it, and and as, and she's been going on about it how it's like she's really deep into the backstory of, of how the just the show itself not came came about, not just the the content of the show, but how it's just a, like a full on reboot, and they're just doing it fresh, doing it better. Um, and so she's been watching it. I need to hop in and and get caught up on it so I can watch it with her. Be Rob, you want to talk about it real quick? Yeah, what's I mean, different? I, and... I said I said last year that this was something I was very excited for in 2023, and it has definitely lived up to the expectations. Rick Riordan is an amazing writer. He does such a good job. I'm such a good fan of Greek, Roman, Egyptian uh, mythology, anyway, um, which he has a book series for all three of those. Um, but the fact that you know my my boy, you know, he asked for some Percy Jackson. So he got the graphic graphic novel set for Christmas. And, you know, so he killed all those before the season came out. And then he started reading book one and uh, just being able to follow it along. And it, it stays pretty true. They change a few things up, um, but uh, the acting's great. You know, it's a very different take. Rick Riordan's actually involved in this compared to he was not involved in the movies, which makes it that much better. It has his blessing. The actors him and his wife's blessing. Age. Yeah, the actors the appropriate age. They're bringing Adam Copeland, a.k.a. Edge, for, for pro wrestling fans to play the God Aries, who does an amazing job. He was I don't good. know if anybody saw his work in, like, Vikings, uh, but he's a pretty, I mean, he's pretty solid in those type of roles. Um, but, uh, you know, the, I think the one casting that really threw me for a loop, and I can't remember his name, but he played uh, uh, the brother-in-law in the league, Rolo Cunado, um, Rafi. So he is a Dionysus, Mr. D, in Percy Jackson. And so every time I see him, I just think about all the outlandish things he did on the league. And it's it's pretty funny. So. Oh, what's it? Uh, Jason? Um, Menzoukas. Menzoukas, yeah. yeah. He's he's amazing to begin with. Like, he was great in Harmon Quest. Yeah, his um, podcast is uh, really good, too. Good. What's it's up, just, jerks? <laughs> it's just a solid show. Like, um, they've changed... How much would you say they changed from the book? From the TV um, show? I mean, so they changed some cities. Um, they added in a couple of characters. Um, some characters do a little bit more than they did in the book, similar to like a Neville Longbottom from Harry Potter, maybe not to that scale. Um, but, but I mean, it, it's, it's amazing. I, it I just really, they don't change. I mean, it's very Game of Thrones life. They don't change a whole lot. Uh, I felt like Game of Thrones didn't change a whole lot anyway. Um, so, and that's what I enjoy. I like to be surprised in some some areas, but um, I always feel like when the casting is spot on, the author can get behind the series. Um, man, it's, it's been great. So uh, that and then Reacher 2 were like two of the things that I was the most excited for this year. Well, to be fair on the Game of Thrones reference, they ran out of stuff to change. So, Right. <laughs> Yeah, we still don't know. We, we still don't know. know. Yeah. I'll, I'll I doubt we will. Medusa scene on Percy Jackson, oh. that was phenomenal. 
Um, so yeah, to your point, so they changed that a little bit. They flipped the script into um, kind of an abuse of power type thing. You know, Percy's mom says something early in the series. You know, all heroes are not aren't the heroes that you think they are. All monsters aren't the monsters you think they are. So that take on her um, and Poseidon and Athena, that whole kind of story, um, really was really good in multiple. Uh, multiple layers, so it's pretty deep. Uh, I, probably a little too deep for the kids that are going to be watching it, but the adults but and, great and older us. teens, um, they're, they're really going to enjoy it. The three main characters, I will tell you that I think that that casting was spot on. Like, I'm really enjoying the Grover, Annabeth, and Percy, the actors who are playing them. They're doing a great job. Um, Next, Loki. Season Dos. Phenomenal. Um, Data was great as OB. Um, everyone actually did a good job. Like, I know that he's convicted now, and that's pretty scummy, if, you know, what he did, but Jonathan Majors did a fantastic job. Fantastic job as Kang, as Victor Timely. Like it was just the whole thing kept me glued and wondering what was going to happen. And then the the final scene, it was just goosebumps. I just don't think that you know it's been pretty limited. I, I think you just have to get rid of him. I don't think you can recast that. No, he did can't. that to me. He did that phenomenal of a job in a pretty limited amount of screen time. Um, I just don't think you can. I think you have to make the switch to Doom and Galactus. Yep, and I think that's what they're planning on doing. Um, which well, I think, luckily, which sucks. Yeah, luckily everything's about the multiverse, so right. it's very easy to switch someone in, uh, as opposed to you know Phase One of MCU or something. Right. But yeah, it, it's the whole situation sucks, um, and we'll see if there's any blowback or you know anything else like that. But yeah, unfortunately, but the the series was. For me, it was like indoor. I was like, man, he's already dead. Why is there a, a series coming out? And, you know, with Andor, it was like, okay, well, this is a prequel to a one-off. Um, why do we need this? And both shows were probably the best of each of those uh, that. those groups. You know, the- I still haven't Andor. watched Andor. Oh man, so good. And season two is getting ready to- Start uh, filming. Yeah. So the- um, but yeah, that both of them were amazing, and the way that it reintroduced Loki as a main character and explained, you know, death and not death and redemption. Oh my God, it was it was so good, and anything dealing with time travel, I'm in. Um, and so it's I was just waiting every week for it to come on so I could watch. So good. Sylvie was great too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Oklahoma made a, an appearance in there too. Uh-huh. More uh-huh. action. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's another episode that I want to do later is like the the ramifications. Um, I think that would actually be a great episode. The ramifications of Jonathan Majors and where Marvel's gonna go from there. I'd like to get some predictions from you all. And that'd be a good episode too this year. So look forward to that one. Uh next. The new Scott Pilgrim animated series. I have yet to watch it, and I love everything Scott Pilgrim. It was good. It was really good. I heard they changed it from the book. They changed it somewhat. 
Okay, uh, but it's still pretty faithful. It's still pretty faithful, but it's a little different. And I, the the animation's amazing. They have the same voice actors from the movie, so that was awesome. And then the changes that they made, I think, were actually really good. Um, and so it's not you're not just watching the animated version of the movie. It's a whole new retelling of it, uh, but it still stays pretty faithful to everything. Awesome. So it's very good. Uh, Yellow Jackets was last year. Uh, Christina Ricci, um, uh, one of the Arquette sisters, one of the 18. Um, basically, I haven't watched it, but they're starting to, well, I heard that they're going to start filming, but there's some issues right now. I heard money, possibly, because the stars are asking for more. Um, but it tells the story of a, I don't know if they're a soccer team. There's some sort of team crash in a jungle and they're lost for like what, a year, two years, something like that. I remember and seeing they go, the, like the, the, not the preview or whatever for, I've, I've seen it pop synopsis. up so many times and I've never yeah. started it. Um, I remember reading the synopsis for it, but it's basically that these girls go Lord of the fly, Lord of the flies. Mm -hmm. And there's like cannibalism and death and everything. And like, Christina Ricci's character, it 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 time skips between present day and all these characters are in their 40 now, 40s now. And when then when they were in high school, like Christina Ricci's character was like this mild mannered, like she was like the the, the water boy, basically, the, the sports manager who ends up becoming like she the was queen the guyver. Yeah, the guyver, and becomes the most <laughs> like brutal out of all of them. And it's just supposed to be good and they don't talk about it now and just supposed to be a great show. Uh, American born Chinese. I really, really loved that show and Disney canceled it. So there is no damn hope for a season two. Michelle Yeoh was great in it. Um, yeah. What I wish they canceled. She Hulk. Yep. They basically and... already have, I believe. Well, then I read something that it's coming back. If there's a possibility it might come back. Well, yeah, I don't know. Reason... She came out. She came out and like they asked her, and she's like, "Nope, haven't heard anything." And I think that was like a couple of weeks ago that interview well, came out. The, uh, it was last week that they said that it might be coming back out again. I uh, late right, last I week, I believe. Um, but it makes sense because they said that I guess each episode cost twenty five million dollars. Yeah, like it's gonna be even like. Not worse. Dang. I don't want to say worse, but it's going to be like there's going to be less She-Hulk in you can season say two if they make it. <laughs> you can say worse. <laughs> is it? Um, what American we do Chinese in the shadows, season five. Phenomenal show. If you haven't watched it, don't need to talk much about that. Big one for all of us, Ahsoka. I enjoyed it. I got pissed off at the end of it. Mm -hmm. So, and I think we're all kind of in the same boat with that one. It left me with no sense of closure, although I'd love to see in all the Rebels characters live action. That was pretty cool. What did you uh, think about Rosario's portrayal of Ahsoka? I liked it. It's just an, it, she's like, we all know, like with us, with age comes the wisdom and knowledge you get and like kind of a little, you know, a little more maturity. And I think that that's how she portrayed Ahsoka. I don't know. She just seemed salty the whole time. And and I get it. Like, 
everything in her life. I get it. But at the same time, I mean, there's like a fun, playful, inventive side to Ahsoka that I just didn't see throughout that entire thing. Um, I don't know. It. I wanted more from it. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I love that I it was the... I love the the continuation of Rebels for sure, and be able to see that live action was Rebels awesome. season four. Um, basically, kind of like hard uh, was, but at the same time, eh, you know, I don't know. I think maybe maybe uh, Dave Filoni is getting a little too spread out, and his stuff is getting a little bit um, predictable. I guess I don't know. Mm. Um, I just wanted more, but I also had really high expectations and that's not necessarily fair. So, and I, right. I acknowledge that. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I had the high expectations too. I thought she did great. I think that uh, I'm a big Rosario Dawson fan. I'm a huge Ahsoka fan. And, you know, from the book to her portrayal and, you know, the saltiness that you're talking about, it just, that kind of just reminded me of, you know, kind of how petulant Anakin was there for a while. So there were, I think there were just different things she was channeling in from the Jedi that she was exposed to. And then just remembering the freaking life that she had after all that happened, the unknown, the uncertainty, what happened to him, then finding out what happened to him. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think she did. I, I really enjoyed it. I, the closure part, I, I get. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you there. I, I hate that Ray Stevenson is not going to be in. Uh, I thought he was amazing. Um, yes. I do. I think the part that was missing for me is between him and I can never remember her name, uh, his Padawan or whatever oh, she was, yeah. associate, little, little Russian girl. They there was just there wasn't enough backstory for me to be able to really buy in to be credible 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 threats at least with morgan ellsbury you had some of that i thought that dathomir stuff was kind of a reach um but to your point justin i think that he's got a lot of like tried to combine and put too much stuff in without backstory to make it make sense for me and to get me engaged with those villains um and then the whole sabine thing i love sabine i think she's an amazing character but i don't remember any point where she was force sensitive and so Similar to the whole Leia thing, um, just kind of jumping right into that without really any flashbacks or really anything is is a big reach for me with all the source material and everything you have. And in Sabine's case, you don't have the source code, so just make it and give a little bit more. So I, I think that those were my biggest things about I the think, series. But I still love it. I think we can all agree two of the greatest parts of that series, though, were one um was the vader ahsoka meeting two um well i guess three david Tennant is who young who young he was great at that and then three live action thrawn for sure he he did great at that i mean it was exactly what you thought of thrawn um we're gonna kind of go a little quicker on some of these. You guys jump in on any of these so we can at least get through this list here. Yeah. Uh, Futurama season 11. Which I was really good. I was so high for that. I got like a couple episodes in and then my sidetrack kicked in. Yeah. Um, well, it was great when they were basically making fun of Hulu. Oh, yeah. Um, that very first episode was. But they've done over. that in like every in every time they make fun of the other networks. So that's getting oh, to yeah. be an old hat. Like, I hope 
I, I don't know how it ended because I didn't watch it, but I'm really hoping they just, like, kill Futurama until years down the line or something and put money into it. It just feels like they're bringing it back at times for a cash grab and not, like... I don't know. Really I thought season 11 was really good. I thought it was very well written, so I'll disagree with him that respectfully. Disrespectfully, uh, disagree. Respectfully. Yeah, no respect. No respect. Wheel of Time season two. I haven't even started that yet. I liked season one. Uh, the One Piece live action. Um, I've heard they a did lot. a great, so they did many a great job on that. Yeah, and they basically condensed the whole first two arcs, two, three arcs in there mm -hmm. into eight episodes. And it was really good. The cast did great. And the source material, if you do a search for that, you can see the side by side and it's almost shot for shot what the anime is. That's see, why it's so well received. So me and the kids, we started plowing through finally. So props can get off my back. And I think we got 22 or 25 episodes in just the anime. Cause I wanted to watch up to, cause I want to watch the live action, but I want to watch up to, where the live action the is through, yeah. with the source, and then I'll roll over and watch the the live action. We just have got like another twenty five episodes. I know we're getting there though. Well, you got another nine hundred ninety before you're done. I don't even want to think about through. that. <laughs> um, Mandalorian season three. I thought they did a good job on it. There was some stuff I was kind of eh on it. I thought it was a little forced, but for the most part, I was still pleased. With it, it ended so good though. Yes. Yes. Um, Monarch. I'm about to start that. It is good. Pretty good. And here's what it like, is good. Somehow I was completely in the dark, and I don't know how about the whole new Godzilla, multi, not multiverse, but the the connected universe with the Godzilla movies and uh, um, uh, Skull Island and all that. Me and the little guy watched Skull Island like a week ago, maybe. And I was like, man, it feels like there's some more here. And I got to look like, holy crap, there is a whole thing going on. And I saw All Monarch. Connected. Yeah, so now I've got to go back and start at the beginning and then get my way and then start watching Monarch. Um, I'm trying to navigate because in the movie theaters, there's Godzilla minus one. There's also Godzilla X Kong or something. X Kong, X -Kong um, the new empire. It's, give it to you. So I'm like this whole multiverse of... of Godzilla, just monsters, I guess. I don't, I don't know how it relates because I was watching the Monarch, thinking, okay, it relates to this, but Godzilla minus one, it doesn't seem to, and so it's really. See, I don't think it. Yeah, no, no, it's not. Godzilla minus one is the Shin Godzilla universe. Mm. This guy also wrote the Evangelion, some of the, the new Evangelion movies, um, the animes. But so this is two totally separate things see as a dc um, guy justin you should be able to navigate this well 100 percent. but yeah no it's so think of godzilla, godzilla like batman was a reboot of godzilla basically it's like none of the previous godzillas ever happened and then minus one is the successor to that so anything before that like the toho universe with godzilla is just it's multiverse it's branched out not everything is connected um, so this, uh, this is the, is it Legacy Pictures? Um, who's the studio that does it all? The new Godzillas and Kong? Uh, uh, I'll look real quick. Legendary. Legendary. Um, Legendary Universe is its own thing. Yeah, so you have... King Kong, Godzilla. That's under their umbrella. I'm trying to find Supposedly that. Supposedly a Mothra movie coming up. 
Um, yes, I, I did see that because you have uh, that monster, not monster verse, but uh, oh crap! Uh, what do we have? We had Skull Island. We had um, King Kong. King Kong. We have Godzilla. X Kong is going into that. We had Godzilla ver- versus King Kong. Um, yep, Godzilla versus King. So that's all that universe, and they're released out of chronological order. So. There's more monarch ties it all together, yeah. So that's and the, also the Skull Island TV show that's like animated is a spinoff of that. Oh, I didn't know that. I forgot about that one. Yep. Um, it makes a lot more sense with the Monarch show because it's it's actually kind of confusing if you're not familiar with it because it goes past, present, future, present, present, future, past, past, future, past, present, yeah. past. It's like, wait, where are we now? So yeah, exactly, it's the Godzilla. All that in together makes so much more sense. Godzilla King of the Monsters is the one that ties into that universe. The one in 2019. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot about King of the Monsters. Uh, Ted Lasso Season 3. The finale. Um, Strange Planet was last year also. Strange Planet is by Dan Harmon. Um, it's a really kind of cool little show. It's these nameless, faceless characters and have the most generic speech ever. Oh, they're like the little alien uh, that yeah. you see the memes about all the time. So li- I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, I didn't know that was a show. I... And instead of thank you, they say gratitude. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I see that all the time on Facebook, like little comics of it. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's it's interesting. Um, jury duty. Oh my one, god! I watched like hilarious. the first couple episodes of that, and I was it was so funny. That poor dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's great. It's like the no, new, what was it, the Joe Schmo show? Basically what it is. Um, yeah. Witcher season three. Which I know Brandon, B-Rob was very excited about. It's uh, all over his face. Yes, all over his face. Uh, season two of Shadow and Bone. Haven't started it I yet. haven't either. I loved the first season of that. I, did I didn't too. know there was a second one. So yeah, missed that too. And then we had the new Doctor that was last year, too, at the end of last year. The four episodes were really good. Really good. I'm really interested in to see what the future brings, even though we can't talk about it for this year because it's not slated till 2025. We got time. Um, And they just fired Ruby Road. We'll release like four or five more episodes between now and then. Yeah, and we'll be they able fired to get, Ruby yeah. Road on Friday. Hmm. The, the actor, the actress. Say and why? No, no, they haven't. Which means to me there was no chemistry on this set, uh, because this new doctor is very flamboyant, very nice. First gay, gay black doctor, um, and the girl was in the new companion uh, was in a Marvel movie, I think they said, or something like that, or a TV show. I can't remember. Um, notable movies: the number two movie according to Rotten Tomatoes of last year. I put this because it was notable. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Interesting. Judy Bloom book. I just thought that that was interesting that they put that as the number two movie for last year. Hmm. Uh, that's, that's what I said. Uh, Godzilla Minus One, which is one of the biggest movies in the world right now. Um, is it on home TMNT- now? No, next month. Okay. February TMNT Mutant Mayhem. I loved, loved it. it. So good. I liked it a lot more than I thought it would. Than I, I thought it would. 
I just seeing the the art style and stuff of it going into it, I'm like, mm, it's going to be extra, like, I don't want to say like Nickelodeon-y, but like downplayed. No, I, I know what you're talking there about. Was, there was just enough of the old turtleness in there. That, does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. Like, you know, they, did, they didn't totally, like, they kept the language pretty clean, but the, there was still some stuff that got slipped in there every so often. I know enough that, like, my little guy was like, he just said what I thought he said. Like, yeah, You he have did. Ice Cube as the main character in the movie. Yeah. yeah. It was, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It wasn't it was the, good. the last Ronin movie I was wanting, but that's still. That's coming. Is it coming as a movie or a game? Both. What? I didn't hear the movie part. Hold on. I'm the movies, they're writing it. It it was delayed because of the writer's strike. Oh, okay. So, yeah, now they're doing it. And they haven't said if it's going to be a series or a movie yet. It's new trailer? Wait, what? It's going to all be written by AI. Probably. <laughs> um, the Boy and the Heron, Miyazaki's newest movie, which got one best animated film at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to see that one. Uh, one that we were all excited about across the Spider Verse, part one. All, all expectations. Yep. And how many different versions were there of that? From what I heard, like in different regions of the country, there was a different version. Well, the one of the producers came out. I think it was last week, two weeks ago, and said that. It's basically that movie is about it's like a thousand different artists making ten thousand dif- different pictures and put it all together. Is what it was. And when you think about all the different art styles that were happening literally at the same time, um, you can you can understand that it was just visually the first one was like I've never seen anything like this before, and then you saw with like Matrix and some other movies whenever that happens the the sequel usually falls short because it's like oh they can't just reach that same level yeah mind blowing and this one did uh it was fantastic uh chuff to answer your question so it wasn't the ending but there was different parts in there different scenes in different parts of the country in different theaters gotcha like so there could have and it might have been like only 30 seconds or a minute but no one, hardly anyone saw the same version of the movie. It's kind of like the, um, Captain America's list. Um, whenever yeah, looking at the list of the things to go over, depending on what country it was being shown in, it had a different list uh, yep. specific to that country and pop culture and things like that. Kind of like uh, the original Clue theatrical release. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. exactly. Uh, John Wick 4, which is great. Uh, Opp- Oppenheimer. I still have yet to see that. I'm gonna carve out half a day for that. Yeah, <laughs> isn't Very it like three hours? The killers of a flower yeah. moon. It's yeah. long it? and it's heavy. It's it's one of those that I was told it was really good, so I guess it was really good. But <laughs> like halfway through the movie, I was checking my watch and like, right. oof, um So what you're saying is, if you don't, if you want a good laugh, don't watch this movie. Yeah, no. If you want the best laugh. belly laugh, will you watch that movie, right? Right? Am I? Uh, okay, I'm on my own. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I didn't see. Humor. I didn't see the other side of that on this list. The um. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Well, that's why I said put it on there. Yeah, Barbie. Which, yeah. That one. That movie exceeded. Barbieheimer. I didn't know what to expect <laughs> on that. Barbieheimer. Uh, Ken drops a bomb in the bathroom again. 
Um, it was, I was pleasantly surprised at how good that movie was. It was easily my, my favorite movie of 2023, honestly. Um, and I, when, I did not expect that. When Barbie was crying and then she fell over, except all stiff in the bed, <laughs> just like the doll, like I was dying. And Ryan Gosling did a great job. Awesome. I really I didn't do know want to watch it. That. It's yeah, good. It was good. It was I've, heard I've heard there's enough of that like subtle adult humor in it that it's an adult not, movie. I was gonna say it. it's not subtle. <laughs> it's oh. not subtle. Okay, then no, yeah, not at all. Yeah, it's good enough where kids can watch it, but it's an adult movie. Okay. And Ryan Gosling, I've never seen someone beach like that before. It's just amazing. <laughs> he beach. He beach. Yeah. The way he beach, it's it's amazing. He beach. Yeah. Um, Megan. Uh, again, another one I was pleasantly surprised by. That's on my um, watch list right now that I've been waiting to just sit down and go through. Watch it, the uncut it, version. It looks so just the creepy factor of it is up my alley. And they did a great job. You would think this would just be another uh, Chucky or something. No, but it, it was... is. It is its own thing, and they do a really good job with it. But it's Bloomhouse, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I was going to say. Uh, so of course it's going to be good. The Dungeons and Dragons movie, Honor Among Thieves, loved that too. Loved it. That was um, a huge it was actually one. Um, that was my buddy's movie, so he did a good job on that. Um. Notable music. Was there any music that you all just were just thrilled about? Concerts, anything that came out. Um, I'll tell you one that my kid was excited about was the Eras Tour last year. Probably the biggest music event of last year. Um, anything you guys were excited about music-wise? I discovered some stuff uh, music-wise this year that that that's probably one of my other big media consumptions, which like, I, I think I'm probably the only resident metalhead here. So we got that, um, the, the kind of the rise, the resurgence of like metalcore stuff was coming back. So that was cool. Um, and even some AI generated music, which has been like kind of crappy for a little bit. And I randomly, like a couple of weeks ago, came across and I shared it on Facebook. I doubt anybody listened to it, but still I shared it out there of um, an AI generated song called Neon Tide that it's labeled as Plankton Metal. This guy basically ran his voice through a Plankton AI voice filter and it hits really hard. <laughs> so like, I like, this is going to be dumb. I'm like, oh my God, this hits really good. And so, I mean, I listened to some of that, some, uh, like Lorna Shore and just like any heavy, heavy stuff coming through. I was, it was, it was a good year for that type of music. If that's your thing. That's me. Mine was, uh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Brent. No, good. Uh, I was uh, going to say, <laughs> oh, okay. no, you go. No, no, you go. This is going to turn into a turnpike thing. It's going to turn into a turnpike thing. This is, yeah. the, this is the nicest me and Justin have ever been. So the year of agreement continues for 20, <laughs> 2023, but now it's 2024. So maybe we can get back to our normal thing. But Zach Bryan, I thought Zach Bryan had a stellar year. I was lucky enough to get to see him uh, in concert. Um, I already bought my tickets for the December show uh, in 2024. Uh, but Ulaga, Oklahoma, Rogers County representing uh, amazing album. Um, 
And then is the new the one he just put out with his new education Musgraves is amazing as well. Justin, yeah, I was gonna say uh, the the two albums I really liked one from Sonari New Post Malone, um, and he's going in a different direction I think than he's uh, had, and so it's he's continuously going a little bit more pop and a little bit more pop, but this even has a little bit what sounds like country on it and some things like that, which I don't like, but piggyback that with Noah Khan, if you don't know who that is, um, it's more bluegrass. And so for some reason I can't stay in country, but I love bluegrass music. And so Noah Khan was really great um, with his, uh, well, you just go look him up. Last name, K-O-H-N, Noah Khan. Um, and I think you'll probably recognize his music, but it's it's pretty good. So those are my two. Oh. Uh, the Weird Al Yankovic story original soundtrack on vinyl uh, came out in 2023. So that was chose. <laughs> no, that's good. My, you know, my little guy. And everything else came out in 2022. My son has been obsessed with Weird Al for like the last two months. That's all that's playing in the house whenever he has control of the speaker. Kyle, Chof isn't your son. I know, officially. Daddy? <laughs> he calls you daddy, apparently, but... Uh, any notable video games from last year? B-Rob, you start, because I know there was one that your kid was playing. Uh, Wonder. So, Super Mario Wonder. Amazing game. This is a great game. Uh, kids really enjoyed it. Um, what else came out last year? Oh, no. What? Zelda. Oh, Zelda. Yeah. Yeah, that game. Zelda, Zelda <laughs> I have to be reminded, so it was a great game of the year. Well, I didn't. I mean, I played it, but he's the one that's been living it. He killed yeah. through it. But, uh, yeah, one of the no, top games pretty, of the year. Yeah, Am I the exactly. one that was disappointed in that? Like, yes. <laughs> I, don't know, I was, I I was too, was... because I didn't like Breath of the Wild. So I wasn't. I didn't oh, like I loved, yet. loved Breath of the Wild. But this one just seemed more. Tears of the Kingdom. I was doing more Minecraft and having to look up how to piece together this certain uh, dungeon or, or whatever. Right. Whereas with Breath of the Wild, I could just explore and do things. And this one, there was a lot more to it in the sense of it was less open world and I could go here or oops, don't go there. And then, you know, try to kill this or do that. But this one, it was very much... I just found myself having to, well, I don't know how to do this dungeon, so I'm going to look this up. Uh, I know they don't call them dungeons. Uh, I forget what they call them, but I don't know. I, I ended up not finishing it, and I put probably 120, 550 hours in Breath of the Wild, and I ended up maybe getting 15, 20 hours into this one. And really? So, yeah, that, and it made, it probably kind of surprises me. But I could not. Um, my a lot on a lot of my gaming podcasts though they they said the same thing where it's like they loved it they go to tears of the kingdom it's like they even say it's like it's more of the same and i think that's what kicked them back off of it because they got burnt out so hard on breath of the wild and not enough changed so that's what i heard i hadn't played it that that makes me feel less crazy (laughs) so mine uh hogwarts legacy was great i loved it no yeah Uh, Spider-Man 2 was great. Um, yes, Star Wars amazing. Jedi Survivor was great. Um, I really liked Midnight Suns. It was a different card-based... Different uh, take. Yeah. So 
those were those were probably my four that I, I really enjoyed. Kelf? Uh, I have to double up on the Spider-Man 2. It was amazing. I played all three of those on PlayStation. I platinumed all three of them. So the Miles Morales being the second one uh, in that three part. Um, uh, Dredge. Game called Dredge, a little indie game. I forgot uh, about Dredge. Yeah, an amazing game. Uh, I will say Alan Wake Two. I haven't played mm-hmm. it, but I've been watching Kinetics stream it, so it's always it's been fun. Um, God, there's so many more that I haven't played. But I know like Diablo Four. Um, Diablo Four is a big one. Yep. St- one the top the top thing in 2023 that makes my heart so happy is uh starfield being fucking horrible because i love it <laughs> like and i mean i know people have played it that love it but i'm talking like it kind of got crapped on by uh reviews because like there was literally like this is boring and the ceo's coming out be like well space is boring so it, it makes doesn't me happy have to when... be well being in space is not going to be boring <laughs> like you no. being in space a space game Yes, it's probably going to be boring because there's nothing to do. But, like, the way, going back to CEOs and how they miss the whole point of things, mm-hmm. that like, that made me happy to see, like, Bethesda and them, like, they literally were, like, taking single reviews and writing comments like that in the review, in people's review section. Like, they're going to convince people to change their one star to five star. It's like, that cracks me up. Especially since they took it off, like it was supposed to be also probably a PS5 game, and since when Microsoft bought them, they canceled all the PlayStation uh, part. So yeah, mm. I'm glad to see it cost them a ton of money and not really make their money back. Kyle, uh, just some stuff that I played this year. I don't think all of it just released. I know all of it didn't just release, but some things that I got into. I mean, I played a bunch of Elden Ring for a while. Um, finally like dove off into that still haven't beat it i've sunk i don't know how many i'm thinking i'm about 50 60 hours in and still like i'm maybe halfway through possibly no No, No, well progression i've got got like 300 plus hours in it and uh i'm right at the end and still haven't beaten it okay well that makes me feel great yeah you got Uh, some time yeah i sunk some numbers up noob i sunk some elden ring time (laughs) in uh, just a lot of breaks and things. I was able to take the laptop and do that. He was on a break. He was on a break. Um, one I had a really good time with was uh, Ready or Not, the uh, the SWAT team, basically simulator, really tactical game. Uh, played a lot of that on my own and played some with uh, props and Breacher. We had a really good time with that. Um, it... There's, it reminds me kind of of the old school SWAT game that was out forever ago. Um, and maybe with like a little bit of SOCOM thrown in, but um, just the different approaches to that game was really cool. Um, I don't know if we started playing this one at the end of 2023. I'm going to say it's close enough that we can throw it in there. We talked about the beginning, um, Lethal Company. That came I, out in 2023. I'm, I'm throwing this out there that that has the potential to be probably not as big, but like Gary's mod-like, uh, just because the the modding community that has exploded and it's, it's a Unity game, so they're able to pull so many assets and do a bunch of stuff with it. Super easy, but it's just... It's one of those games that it's dumb fun, 
and you don't get so obsessed with like trying to make achievements and trying to like progress. You're playing it for. You try this, not to die. You try not to die. You don't. Nope. But it's so much more fun when people I die. Try to. It is so much more fun. Like even when you do die, like you don't feel like, oh god, I've lost so much progression. Like it's just you have these hilarious deaths. Like you know, I got the worst blow job ever by this door that was a mouth last night, and it was all teeth. And think of like the mimic. Well, it was a, it's a mimic mod for it, and then you know, scared chove. It looked and... like an ex emergency exit, Justin. I opened it, and all of a sudden, um... this giant mouth with teeth came out and ate me, and that was the end of old Guyver. Um, so you think of like treasure chest, treasure chest, D and D mimic that, but it's a door that you're trying to escape, and you picked the wrong door, which was it's great. even better when they're side by side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, we got so many good chove laughs out of that. So many just random deaths. It it's it's been a blast. I got back into playing uh, Hell at Loose again. It got full release, um, off of uh, I think it was was it early access and got full release. I believe it was so. early access. Yeah, so we got full release, um, and it's on Game Pass now. So there's an influx of players on that. Based. Yeah, we're not seeing a whole lot on the PC side, but there's some limitations still. I think with the Game Pass side, and it it's got a steep learning curve. It's that whole milsim, big map like Battlefield, but slowed down, and it's really more of a, uh, like it's really an RTS game. If you really, really break it down, you're just playing in first person and you're with squads and you're shooting at people, but it's a really strategy resource-based game with lots of gunplay. So uh, I've been having fun with my shooters um, and then some new stuff that we tried. What else did we try? Don't Starve Alone or Don't Starve Together. Been out forever, but we finally kind of started playing that and had a good time with it. Um, I'm kind of patiently waiting for Tarkov updates to come out before I dive off into that again. Hmm. But it's on the horizon. So, uh, so, I'm going to make Super Mario Wonder, which is one of the best Mario games I think I've ever played. Uh, Super Mario RPG, the remake came out, which is a yeah, yeah. very classic. Uh, it's a, it's almost, it's just redone, but it's great. It's The graphics are really good on it. That's the only Switch game I have played and completed on really? my Switch. Yeah, that I bought okay. and used just for so that. So, Chof game. really liked it. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 came out of early access into full release, which is a huge game. Um, Alan Wake 2, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the game came out, which is oh, a lot yeah. of fun. Um, Street Fighter 6, one that I was highly looking forward to and still play this piss out of. Mortal Kombat 1. Um, those were some big ones that I, I played. Um, I haven't played Alan Wake 2, but that looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, there's just a lot. Um, oh, the Dead Space remake. Yeah, came out in 2023. If you haven't played Dead Space, uh, Dead Space play it with the lights game. on. Play it with such... the lights on, not late at night, and especially not if you've been drinking. Um, Sons of the Forest came out, which was fun. Mm -hmm. Not my favorite because it's survival, but it was still fun. But you're playing Pal World now, which I'm playing Pal World, except it's Pokemon, and I can give them guns. Okay, that's fair. And how this game is is not getting sued by Nintendo, uh, I don't know there's tons of articles on i got into that last night trying to figure out why it's they don't they don't own the monster catching yeah. copyright they're no. as long as they're not explicitly making like hey you yeah know. as long as there's not a, a one-to-one -one pikachu yeah so be, there like is said, like, like there's one um the i forget what the bunny is it's the one of the fire bunnies see that's a bunny not a rat mm -hmm. it's a fire one-to-one -one at all that's not the only not one -one difference and that's fire that... it's not even lightning <laughs> 
The only <laughs> difference what, what, what is. that the Power World bunny is, is it's a grass type and he's green. That's the Fire. only difference. It looks exactly and the same. Bunny. So, and, and then the, so we got about 30 minutes. Okay. Yep. Um, so, well, I will tell you that uh, we will get this is the part one, and we're, we're only in 2023. We will do part two of 2024's State of the Nerd probably next week if we can get everyone together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, what was the other one I was playing? Um, yeah, Diablo 4. Um, which I really enjoyed. So, okay, next. I wanted to talk, talk about this one. Flops of 2023. Not necessarily, when I say flops, not because we didn't like them. Just all around did not do well, either on TV, on theater, just universally panned by critics and fans alike. I've got two on there. Number one is Aquaman. What's the new movie called? Lost Kingdom? Sounds right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It just came out how many weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Four weeks? That's nah, been about... I think it's been about a month and a half. Is before yeah, like 12, 19 or something like that. Yeah. Okay, so so a month then. month, yeah. A month and two, three days. Um, it's out on digital in two days that quick that quick um well yeah um go ahead some some of that because both movies you listed here are dc movies i think some of that is with the changes in dc um and also with the hbo max whatever or just max and discovery i think there's a lot going on there so i think it going straight straight to video or you know or digital whatever um has a little bit more to do with that than than it being a huge bomb but again eh, it was fine um and like flash i really liked um, i enjoyed flash i'm i'm a little biased as all y'all <laughs> can probably see but that it was um a take of Flashpoint Paradox I really liked, that it brought back Michael Keaton I really liked. There was a lot to it I really liked. There was a lot to it that made me want to throw punch people, um, you know, <laughs> like the CGI at the end uh, and the CGI dealing with, like, the babies and the dog. <laughs> and and... So basically just the CGI. Um, I wouldn't yeah, I, I wouldn't call it a flop um, except for if you do look at the financial it you know brought in less than 300,000 which is uh, or 300 sorry 300 million which is what it costs to to make so i totally understand that but with the changeover from old dc to new dc's snyder universe to gun and all of this like it was put into a position where it was just in limbo the company didn't necessarily want the old ceo wanted to support it new ceo didn't i mean there was so much in the background that it really didn't have a chance i think it's uh, in a no-win position yeah it really wasn't so you think it just got uh, stuck in a spot where it just like it it was so far into like well we have to make it now because we're here and we yeah. have to release it to try to recoup with something the stuff well, with ezra miller you know a lot well, of they're like, waiting for him that. to get out of jail too yeah to be fair and uh like gun was saying they should have moved on it's a good movie so we're gonna go ahead and release it type of thing and it was uh i thought 
for the most part. But yeah, wasn't uh, another Batgirl. Yeah, well, and and that's a shame. We'll never know if Batgirl was good or not because right, right. after they made it and they just said, no, we're not going to release that. Um, but I think also part of it is just that toxic fandom. Well, it's not a DC or it's not a Marvel movie, so I'm gonna I haven't seen it, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it's the worst thing I've ever seen. Yep. You know that I think it had a little bit of that to it. And the star's gay, so let's hate it. Yeah, and so anyway, so all say, I got it. I gotta defend uh, the Flash being a big flop, um, and argue against it, but also kind of say, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, so so uh, you know. funny enough, they have announced uh, who's going to be the new Flash in the DC universe. It's uh, Jonathan Majors. So <laughs> that's where you're supposed to hit the laugh track. I don't have one. Oh, uh, okay. because <laughs> you're rarely funny. Yeah, this oh, is true too. Wow. He's right. Um, my biggest deal with the Flash is you can't have that without Reverse Flash, without Thawne. That was my biggest deal. I I, I echo everything right. Justin said, except I would add in you can't have that without Thawne. Well, and I honestly, I would have enjoyed it a lot more had they brought in the whole Atlantis versus the Amazons like in Flashpoint like that's you know the world is being destroyed because of this and then this is like even more so um I did like I did like alternate Barry's laugh though (laughs) nice (laughs) but it was for those that weren't familiar with Flashpoint if they brought in the Amazons versus um Atlantis and all that's a whole different storyline and a long much longer movie if they pull in from the Snyderverse and pull the bad guy from you know his first or second movie and say hey why don't we rework so it made sense to bring Zod back and and that for the completion of Snyder universe going into the gun universe if you will or whatever um but still <laughs> you know it, it's it's a very um, hey, we got Michael Keaton out of the deal. We can say yeah. that. Well, that was great. The girl who played yeah, Carl was, was awesome. She was great too. Yeah, she was great. I, I loved Michael Keaton in it. I mean, yeah. he can he, he can rarely do wrong. So yeah. the hobo in the Wayne Manor. Yeah, and he got nuts. So I'm all yeah. And he isn't Keaton in his seventies. He is. Let me look. He is on up there. Like he's, if he's not, he's pushing it. Early seventies, um, I think. Let me see. He is now. Where was it here? I just had it and I lost it. God dang it! Um, he's on old. that note. That on that note too. He's seventy-two years old. Seventy-two. Yeah. Um, twenty twenty-three also brought us the death of the Snyderverse and the DC universe as we know it. Ext- what they call it, DC Extended Universe? Yeah, DC EU. EU. Um. Yeah, I'm sad I didn't get to see the Batman that I wanted to see. Any huh. what? Any TV shows, movies, anything you all would consider flops of 2023? She Hulk, uh, Indiana Jones. She Hulk, Indiana Jones. And yeah, I don't think movie. Indiana Jones. I I don't. It was, it's not yeah, I'm just, Crystal Skull. It was fine. I'm saying like flop. Why? If we're going flop, I'm uh, literally saying like what failed. Like I don't think it brought in. It might have reached what it paid. Not, it was like very not personal like opinions, but weekend. what it's opening weekend flop. was like yeah. sixty yeah. million. 
and they were thinking it was going to be two hundred million kind of thing. Isn't it funny though? Sound of Freedom made us lunch. Stuff that, stuff that financially flops is what us as nerds flop to the most oh, a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah. And yeah. it becomes except, the, that's except it. Except it becomes counterculture Aquaman. to like what failed. The great yeah. the masses don't know crap. Well, and they become the cult right. favorites. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. Um, Weird Science was a flop in the theaters. Toxic Avenger. Yeah. yeah. Which Scott I am Pilgrim. looking forward to that new one. What was that? Scott Pilgrim, Fight Scott Club. Scott Pilgrim. Right. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Shawshank Redemption. A lot of the movies that were like, right. oh, man, that's like one of the best was a total flop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So I, that I agree with all of you that The Flash is going to be recognized as one of the best movies of all time. Sure, sure <laughs> is for sure. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, uh, um go ahead. Well, that's we had Justin on. Well, it lasted. <laughs> that sixty-five right. movie looked freaking horrible. So I'm pretty sure it did flop. Is that the one with <laughs> Adam Driver? Yeah, it, it wasn't it's, bad. It wasn't what, bad. It's basically Turok the Dinosaur Hunter. Yeah. yeah, or like, isn't it about time travel? So it's like a Planet of the Apes. It, well, it's not of... time travel. It's some space explorers crash twist. It's on Earth when there's dinosaurs. What? It's so, rock. Yeah, it's so it's one of travel? those where it's like the premise. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, it wasn't awful. Any stuff that we don't like um, to save everybody some time. I'm going to put this out there. Do not watch Saltburn. Okay. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. No. Brandon told me it about this. Terrible. We were Saltburn talking about. It was amazing. Oh my right. God, Justin! I read about the bathtub. I read about the bathtub scene. I'm out. <laughs> the bathtub scene wasn't even the worst. It was oh, really the minstrel scene, and then the um, uh, the grave scene when he there was. There was stuff uh, worse than the bathtub scene. I, I agree with the menstrual thing. That was up there. The bathroom scene for me was the worst. But then menstrual right after the grave scene was just it's just all cringe, man. Yeah. I, I really, really like that actor. Um I like a lot of the people that were in that, but geez, I will never get that two hours of my life back. <laughs> I feel like I need to add it to my watch list now. I you haven't even ever. Well, it's so prime, so now it? it's on number one watch with a bullet. Is it yeah, on Prime? It's, it's on one of those streams. I think it's it's on Prime. Yeah, Prime. It's one of those movies where you you're watching and you know what's going to happen, but you're like, they won't show that, they won't do that, and then sure yeah. enough, and they do right. go ahead and do it. And it's there's a reason why I I think it was the most talked about movie, blah blah blah. I think I read that somewhere from yeah. like social media, TikTok, all of that, and you can still see most of the movie on like different TikTok. I can't believe this happened, and it will show the there. The scene or well, whatever. he won an award too for it. Yeah. Man, my uh, algorithm is way off. I the man who licked the most movie. stuff in a bathtub? Very. So, yeah, it's... Uh, the bathtub scene was weird. I mean, drinking the bathwater after he masturbates in it, that's that's pretty, like, uh. I was like, I'm really gonna watch Justin. it now. God. But, yeah, now the that, movie's ruined. Well, <laughs> I'm just giving for those people that haven't seen him, like, bathtub, what are you talking about? So, just to get really? a little bit. So, is this Guyver's documentary? Pretty much. Um, but... Yes. It's what I when I saw it, I was I was getting strong Mr. The talented Mr. Ripley vibes. Um, if that helps anyone that hasn't seen it, but uh, I won't give anything else away. It's it's worth the watch. It, it really is. It's not. Rosamund Pike's the greatest. And she is great. 
the 137 guy. on 121.24. We start off a new Justin. The year of disagreement. <laughs> nice. Uh, nope. Uh, one. Uh, well, we're still on the flops before we move to the next thing that we didn't talk about that was kind of considered a financial flop that I thought was so awesome and fan was uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, I liked that one. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. And it I liked was we got Matt fun. Pat in there, and it like it was good. It was not supposed to be fun. It was being I, horror and scary. I thought this one was not supposed did to be pretty well. Uh, I thought I read it did pretty well at the theater. Uh, I had seen some of it. It, it went did. straight to streaming on Peacock the same time it was released, so I thought, well, man, this isn't going to make any money. And it actually, I read that it made, it, it did a whole lot better than what Matthew made. Lillard was awesome in it. What is yes. he not awesome in? Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't even realize that was him at first. You know, it was, like, awesome. it, it was, it was a good movie, and, and I think it stayed really true to lore, but, and there's going to be more stuff, so. Have you noticed in that, too? He did a throwback to Scream in that. Which part? Did I miss that? Uh-huh. I've right got to watch it again now. God dang it. At the very end, the way he's sitting with the knife. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I did catch that. Does he say, I'm getting woozy here. <laughs> I'm getting woozy, Wait, man. man. You caught me Like jankies. <laughs> um, well, there were a couple that I think I liked that were considered, well, it got some cultural or whatever blowback. Uh, but Disney movies, Little Mermaid, I thought was great. Um, yeah. And it got a, a lot of hate. Um, I also thought Strange New Worlds. I I loved that movie. Um, I don't think, was, I'd never watched that one. It, it was, it's, it was a, okay. it's a space exploring time travel. And I mean, that's, that's totally off. check off all my boxes. Um, it was animated, right? Yeah, it was animated. Okay. Chris Evan. No, 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 no. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and... Uh, a couple others. I need uh, to watch that. Is but it on the, Disney the Plus? Son, the son in it is gay, and so there's a lot of people that were like, oh, it's of course. Disney pushing, and there was no, you know, uh, there weren't any scenes where he's like, hey, Dad, let's go, you know, troll the streets for some ass or anything. Uh, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it would have made a whole lot better movie. Yeah. And then um, did Buzz Lightyear come out this year, or was that 2022? I think that was 22. Was that 22? Okay. I think that was the end of 22. Okay. I was going to say that was another one that got a lot of hate that I actually really liked. Uh, Lightyear was 22. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because Strange New Worlds kind of took over the, oh my gosh, there's somebody gay in there. We got to hate it because it shows real life. I I don't think, personally, I just, I have zero problem with gay characters in movies. I'm just starting to be a little concerned that you're putting that there's so much focus from Disney Pixar on that in movies for for young kids. I'm all about representation. I don't think there's anything wrong with it at all, but it has become alarmingly alarmingly more prevalent with everything that comes out um, for the for young kids. And again, there's nothing wrong with it at all. Mm-mm. But it's just, and I don't mean I'm not trying to come off like that at all. And I hope anybody that knows me knows I'm not. But it you're is, just expressing your point of view. It is just, it's becoming, it's obviously something that should be talked about. And by having it in a movie, you know, you do talk about it when questions are asked. But I just feel like it's it's consistently pushing stuff um, that I don't know. I just don't know. I, there's just a lot, and that's with anything, whether it's language, 
whether it's adult themed. I mean, it, it is not just sexual orientation that I'm talking about. There are so many things that are getting put in children's movies that I just don't know that um, it's appropriate for the, you know, you're talking about five to 11 that are really watching those. They're the main audience for those. So it's just becoming more and more of an agenda from studios and everything that I just, I don't know how much of it is necessarily needed. Uh, it's a piece of the storyline, a piece of the, um, the, uh, the literature, whatever it is, absolutely don't change anything. But I just think it's something that people are scared to talk about because of how it's going to come off. People are going to get canceled, all that stuff. And I, I do think it's something that you can see both sides on. And again, there's nothing wrong with it at all. Um, at all. Uh, but it is becoming more of a concern for me as a parent. Well, it's um, just, just getting watered. I think there's a lot of it being done just for the sake of doing it and not doing it. Right. Uh, not proper representation. We'll put it that way. Right. Like, it, I don't think it always happens, but I think there's enough like, okay, this is, this will get people talking for one. Right. And it's, if they're, not doing things for representation purpose. And I think it, it, it really um, dilutes it, dilutes things like that. Like if you're wanting to represent, do, do representation right. Don't do it just for, well, this will get people talking and this will or do the storyline. Like for Strange New Worlds, absolutely. Because that, the, between Jake Gyllenhaal's character and his son, who was gay, that was a, a unique representation of the uh, relationship between Jake Gyllenhaal's character and his father for very different reasons. But there were things that they didn't talk about, that they were scared to talk about. They were scared to be honest with each other. And all that played to a great piece that made an amazing movie. Zero problem yes. with that. Um, oh, another movie. I would say if we're going off of based of money and considered a flop, Wish. Did I watch Wish? I didn't watch Wish. I thought Wish was great. I thought it had an amazing soundtrack. I I can I I can't wait to till it comes out so I can watch it here. But um, if you look at it, the in the way we're talking, like financially, Wish is on the flop list right now. Right. Um, and then I uh, just thought of a couple other shows uh, and movies that we forgot to mention. Elemental was last year as well. Won mm -hmm. won some awards. Elemental Much was better a lot better than I, than I thought it was, was going to be. Yeah. The end of Titans. And the end of the Doom Patrol was last year also. Which I, I love both those shows. Yeah. Very good. Was Wonka in 23 or was it 24? Uh, Wonka was 20, end of 23. It was, yeah. it's really good. Okay. I thought it so was amazing. Wonka then too. Wonka was great. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see that one. Um, in sports, one of the biggest things for at least most of us was that WWE sold to yes we'll get to that in a second b rob um wwe sold to endeavor sports who is the parent company that owns ufc um also arabian isn't it that the arabian owned company uh saudi arabian I believe. Saudi yeah, yeah 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 saudi owned um b rob won fantasy football by beating hughes right is that, is that who I played in the championship? So, yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and say what you want to Hughes. This is now's your no, platform. It go was ahead. great. It was great. <laughs> there was a lot of crap talking up to it. Um, great, like Justin said, we all we all have 
there's three or four of us had just great seasons and then just injuries, man. Injuries, injuries plagued uh, several teams. Um, you know, Mari Cooper going off and getting like 60 points in one game is the only reason I made it to the championship. Against so, me. And then CD Lamb going off the next week. So. Yeah, and the, the fantasy football was uh, just a quick plug. Was really good this year. Um, we first did it, was three years ago was the first year? Three years, uh, yep. And then last year, we got a little bit better at it. And then this year, it seemed like, I mean, we had people like Shantae and several others that had been involved with it for several years that really took off this year and was making great trades and, and pick up on waiver and uh you know winning quite a bit of games and so um for anyone that's interested uh, that's listening that wants to play fancy football if you've never played or if you've played for 20 plus years like some of us um it's it's a fun fun league and it's it's pretty easy um join us next year yeah so join us next year for that this year uh b rob finished first um at hughes or mason uh finished second and then i finished third so uh, that's kind of the um, where did Guyver finish? Opposite. Oh, right. uh, he was. Uh, we stopped counting after third because okay, yeah, too many not, fingers. Yeah, if you're not third, you're last. Hey, I did win <laughs> one game this year. One. I won one this year. I'm proud of myself. You should be. That's that's a great accomplishment. So because we know I don't know shit about football. But it was um, go ahead, B Rob. I know you got a comment. Well, no, I was just going to say as next year as the out so i'll be the incumbent chairman outgoing next year for whoever wins next year i'll have a special prize uh, i know we're hitting some comic cons and stuff this year so i will pony up uh, an autograph some autograph memorabilia to the Wait. winner next year something i'll figure out depending on what guests are where this year um but there will be something for the winner next year there we go thank you b rob Ooh, well, um, captured, captured here. So hopefully it's me. So I don't have to give away anything. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's me. So I uh, uh, add to my collection. Yeah, oh, you did. Okay. Oh, you did what we normally do in a bowl game and choked. Man. But what about the game before that? The most important. The most, okay, the go ahead. I know game. you were waiting on this. Go ahead. Bragging rights are well deserved. Go for it. I love deserved. For the foreseeable future. OSU has won the last Bedlam game. Probably, probably for, I mean, I don't know. Our, I won't say of our lifetime because we still got, you know, a good 40 years in us, but there's no way that that trap game is going to get put on OU schedule anytime soon until they become a dominant force. In the, um, in the I believe it's OSU that refused to sign that contract, by the way, but <laughs> no, okay. Uh, fake news. There's no way. Why <laughs> in the world when you're going to lose four to five games every year in the SEC for the foreseeable future, would you put a trap game on your schedule so that you're on Totally out of the running for because you guys don't want to be goal. embarrassed because you guys were left in the Big Twelve. We want to be in the Big Twelve because that's the only conference you Why might you want win. To be a but Colorado is going to whoop no, you next no, no, no. year. Justin oh has something on at the tip of. I see it in his face. I want to hear this. Go. I'm just. I'm just saying that um, we're proud of little brother over there in Stillwater. <laughs> good for them they got to win one game the last game but let's not worry about like who won the most big 12 championships or you know the head-to-head -head, you know over history and things like that you won the last game good job little brother i'm so proud of you the way you're and saying one wanted to be invited to the sec no why so we can be like a and m or 
Missouri just now got relevant again. Uh, yeah. They won't be next year, though. Uh, no, they will not. Be next never year. been relevant. Out, out of all this, I just feel it's very how bold. Many, how many Rob to assume we got forty years left? The last 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> how many Belichickos? I okay. Wait, the way wait, Justin you quoting, said it, Sports Illustrated, which is going bankrupt, like they know anything. I'm shocked you know what Sports Illustrated is, Joe. <laughs> He's so got the just... football phone, B. Rob. He's got the football phone. The way Justin said this, it, it's, it reminds me of the, uh, issue for the articles yeah. with Boney M. It's like, hey, we're going to start a band, take your brother. And it's when he, they're singing Rasputin with Boney M and he's jumping around the stage. It's like, take your little brother. That reminds me of the way you're saying it to be Rob. We're proud of it. Yeah, that. That's well deserved. I mean, they are, they <laughs> are an amazing program. They have been an amazing program. I, If it wasn't financially driven, they would still be in the Big 12 because there is zero reason to go you could compete for a national championship every year, every year, because you're going to be top, top one or two every single year. And especially and next year when there's going to be 12 teams going into the playoffs. So OU would definitely probably be in the playoff picture every year if they stayed in the Big 12. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I just don't know how you get there if you have three or four losses. And I and I think that's just – if it wasn't financially driven because the university right. money because right. – uh, yeah, they they're were, getting paid more. They're, they're, they're getting, getting paid murdered. more for the equal split at SEC than they were for the right. second biggest split at the Big Twelve. Absolutely. And you look I at get it. recruiting. You look at money um, and just the SEC, and and there's a lot of factors to it. Personally, I wish that OU would stay in the Big Twelve. Um, I think that if uh, was it Bowlesby, the previous Big Twelve. If he would have actually done his job, uh, Texas and, and OU would have stayed. But it was the big, big ten. Basically, the Big Twelve had ten teams for like five, six years. Revenue was stagnant, all that. So OU and Texas saw the writing on the wall, went to where it'd be more profitable, and then they're like, "Oh wait, we actually need to do our jobs." And now there's the Utahs, the Colorados, the Arizona, Arizona states that make it. Uh, and not to mention Cincinnati, BYU, all of that. That's going to yeah, make like 14 teams now. Yeah, it's going to make it like a really good conference. Um, not as good as the SEC, but also it's going right. to make it easier to, uh, like what B Rob's saying. I wish OU was still there, but um, yeah, it is what the it money is. Side of it, and it's going to be yeah, it's going to be interesting because every week is going to feel like an OU Texas game instead of just one right. or two games a year that you have to get like uh, you know all anxious and worked up for now every week it's going right. to be oh great now we're playing lsu oh great now we're playing Alabama. Well, and, there, oh, great. and there is something to be said when you look at it in other sports too you know now in football you know what six probably six of the top 10 teams next year are going to be sec at least five softball yeah. five out of the top 10 basketball probably two uh baseball it's probably eight of the top 15 so i mean it's a strong conference yeah. um yeah. for sure i just i think that it just I, I, with, because I, I love playing OU. I love. Yeah, I yeah. Love, I wish that I game would have. I wish that game would have never stopped. Like I, I think it's crap that they let, they let either one. I, I it's, a, it's been said that OSU is the one that said no to the contract, but who knows? Who knows the real deal? But, but I think that's, that's one of those where it's like the NCAA should go. Like no, you guys have to play each other. Screw that. You, you got a rivalry. Keep that rivalry going. Done. Hey, right. SEC is lucky they got OU softball now. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the other re- things and like gymnastics. recruiting, and, uh, recruiting yeah. and is going to help because A, we're, we're in the SEC, so we're going to recruit, it's going to be better. But also, 
the games are actually going to be played at like the prime time instead of the 11 a.m. game all the time or, or you know, whatever. The 10 a.m. game if you're on a certain coast. So that's going to help OU in Texas also. Yeah, you know, I agree to an extent, but I mean, you're going to watch who you're going to watch regardless of the time. Um, and the, the recruiting deal, I think that's, I think it can go either way. Uh, you guys are getting amazing recruits anyway, but now you're competing against a lot larger school or a lot more, you know, the Alabamas, uh, the Auburns, things like that. So I don't know. I think it can go both ways. Um, I think the argument with recruiting is the fact that, yeah, we're getting the excellent players out of Oklahoma and Texas, but we're not even sniffing at top 10 talent out of Florida or where the major track, the major speed is coming from. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of that too is people who want to play. They want their families to come watch them. I mean, everybody. Yeah, and they don't want to move to the middle. Texas they don't the... want to move to Norman, Oklahoma, middle yeah. of the country. There's nothing to do. Right. Like I get it. I do 100 get it. But a lot of the players that are coming from those places literally know they're going to have an NFL career, and they want to be on television. They want to be seen a lot more. So it is like that is the no brainer to go. But to if you're consistently playing the, a top five defense every other week that running back's not going to get 1200 yards. You know what I mean? So you're not going to have the stat line to show and nobody, not, and you know, when they're sitting in war rooms, they're not always saying, well, he played Alabama, Clemson, Auburn. They're not looking Florida state. They're not looking at those. They're just said they're looking at the numbers, the yards per catch. The catches. And they dang well should. Cause so, like how many, how many should. running backs have panned out that after they're having 1200 yards, like but in this day John age, Robinson when, look like crap. Like this, this year in the NFL. Oh, you just need to recruit bad. In this day and age, it's tough to uh, fad from Blue Mountain State. Um, In this day and age, it's tough to coach. I mean, you see all these people hitting the portal in Alabama um, and Uh, other places where they don't want to compete. So uh, I'm I'm full on. I'm I'm one of the few. Like I know this is going way off the rails, but uh, I'm one of the few that fully support the portal. Because yeah, like screw you. If like if you came into the room, told me I'm not starting after I've given you a year. And everything you're saying, hey, we're gonna go this way. I, I should be allowed to leave and not be penalized, uh-huh. especially when the coach can get rehired by a team the next year and not be penalized. It's like play like these team these schools make too much money off of the students to not get their their life looked at. Also, you're watering down the game. I mean, there's got to be a penalty when a coach when there's a coach change. I'm all about that, but just because oh. He said he's going to set me because I, I got caught smoking weed or, oh, um, I should be starting because I played last year, so I don't have to go work as hard. I mean, you know, there's just no – this is the problem with all sports, going to youth sports too. People don't want to face any type of adversity. The first sign of adversity, people take the easy way out, whether it's going home school, whether it's transferring to a different team because, oh, I can get more playing time here, all of that. Nobody wants to face any adversity anymore, and it just pisses me off. And the transfer portal is a big reason why uh, a lot I of think it is the college fake game has gone down. Adversity is how you learn. A lot of it's fake adversity also. You paid the coach match, you didn't listen to him, and then you get benched for six months, even though you're still the best player on the team. That's that's not adversity. That's literally someone being a drama queen, i.e. the coach. Or it's also the coach not actually being able to see what a real practice is and seeing, hey, this player is better and it takes them leaving for the good, or vice versa. So it's like, I, I I see what you're saying, but that's also why I'm all for the portal. If there's another coach out there offering me playtime when my career is only four years long, that's not adversity anymore. That's me 
looking at my own life, I need to take the I need to take advantage. In some uh, instances, but yeah. But how much of it too is just like I don't like what this guy's saying. I don't like the way this guy's talking to me. I don't like the way I'm being coached. This guy's too hard on me. Um, okay, well, work is so like that. We don't like that at work. We can help leave. set you up for to be successful in life. Most of these guys aren't ever going to have a professional career. Yeah, but some coaches, of these that are leaving will. Like I said, like I said, that's that's my that's my problem. It's like these coaches making millions of dollars literally control these kids' lives. If they can go somewhere else and get the playtime, I'm for you. it. Like without getting penalized for the year. Like I said, it's it's all money, no matter what. I talk about That's the NIL, it's a completely different issue. But the transfer portal, I'm fine with. Like we call we some people do call it watering it down or whatever, but it's also it's also equalizing. It's like How is it hey, equalizing. I love because this. I get to go to a different team <laughs> where I can start instead of well, being benched. It's not really that, it's going where the money is. And that's, I think, the biggest thing is NIL with a transfer porter, by a portal. Who's going to pay me the most? Um, there was a dude, um, a wide receiver, I think, that just transferred from um, Alabama to Texas. And his first day, he's in standing in front of a new $50,000 Jeep that he was purchased. And, you know, given the, the deuces signs. Uh, well, OSU and others, they can't compete with that. And so I think there's not not to look forward to 2024 because that's uh, our next episode. But I think there's the pendulum swung all the way from the players don't get anything. They're basically on food stamps, even though they're bringing in billions of dollars for the NCAA. And it's swung all the way over to the other side. And now it's just wild west hey here's some money once you come to my school yeah. well, here's I mean, I'm, and i'm here for that wild wild west yeah. it's like yeah it's about time because oh, i'm not i, I love, I love college football, i think I it needs to care. be in the middle of more regulations yeah, on that. And, and i think that's what's going to happen in 2024 especially with the 12 team playoff and several other things i think it's NCAA football that. coming back where everybody can get a piece of it Ooh, already yeah, got, like, so this, ready for that it already got what like, is that july i think again, didn't it didn't yeah, it already get postponed because so. they can't figure out the NIL stuff? Uh, mm. Yeah, but I think I think it's July now is the release date. Okay, because so I know at one point, literally all the players March? were asking for different amounts of money, so yeah. they're, they're screwed. So they don't I have think to, like, it came out in July anyway. Oh, but yeah, they just pushed it back. Yeah. I think they were just yeah. trying to get it earlier to because it ha- there hasn't been one. So, hey, the only okay. other thing I want to talk about sports real quick is the D. Detroit Lions. The two things you can count on Thanksgiving Day Mm. every year were a Detroit Lions loss and some dry esker. And Dan Campbell has done an amazing job in Detroit. So I am all in. I'm wearing my Rodrigo shirt in support um, because he's an OSU guy. Go Pokes. Um, So Let's go. My Broncos are sitting at home fixing to cut Russell Wilson and give away our future even more. So I, for this weekend, I'm all in on the Lions. Lions? The, uh, too bad, too to bad go Baker's going to beat the Lions today. Dude, Baker, man, what a career resurgence. Yeah. Phenomenal I, year. Yeah. If he doesn't get playback yeah. or uh, comeback, comeback player. player. Oh, I'm, my God. I know. Right, I agree. Right. And we need I, to tell him to get paid myself. and then he's going to probably suck again. That's we one need of to my tell AWOL to get him to sign a ball for all of us i've got a sign so, jersey so. do you really hey, go back a, go back a little bit uh, that ncaa released the the new rumor dates july 12th yep 
what they're kind of saying should happen, unless something else happens between now and July, which, like, what could happen, right? God, I've been waiting since 2015. 13. Mm-hmm. Okay, look at that. Yeah! There we go. Show some respect. So we are like we are at a hard, hard stop. B Rob's gotta go. We almost got through 2023. We still have the <laughs> So we're gonna try and get through. I'm gonna try and get the boys together hopefully next weekend. Um we'll check everyone's schedules and we'll go for part two and then go for twenty the deaths of twenty twenty three and then twenty for twenty four, what we're looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Um we wanna be respectful of you guys' time. You guys B Rob, Dr. Justin, and Chove. Thank you all for being here very much. As always, they're great friends of our show. They're great friends of ours in general, and they always have really good insight. Occasionally mm. friends of each other. Occasionally mm. friends of each other. Um, but just kidding. We love Chove. Um, mm. So, yeah, well, <laughs> most of us do. Hey, I do want to give a quick plug real quick, if I could. Yes. Uh, Oklahoma Aquarium Splash. It's the annual beer and craft, or craft beer and local food event that i help chair every year february 24th um 7 to 10 tickets are on sale now you can go to the oklahoma aquarium website you can look on facebook um, but it's going to be an amazing event got 22 breweries lined up right now looking like we'll have the same number of restaurants uh, but breweries like american solera stone cloud uh marshall brewing nothing's left uh high gravity restaurants like yokozuna uh burn co albert g's uh, just to name a few. So uh, if you come and support the aquarium, uh, the majority of funds goes to Fish Friends, which is the, um, Not the fund to help underprivileged uh, schools field trips. So to help bring more students and provide more education about um, the Oklahoma Aquarium and, awesome. and the species that we carry. Thanks, so you're, still, so. you're still on the board? Uh, as of right now, yeah. Cool. As of right now. So... It's it's a great event, um, and again, it supports education, um, which is one thing ago, that that we're all. I can say every person in this chat is very passionate about. Um, so yeah, you guys buy tickets. We'll get some links. We'll post them in the Discord. We'll post them. Yeah, on... It's a great date night, if nothing else. Um, it's a great opportunity. It's not. We we cap our tickets at five hundred, so it's not just assholes elbows in there. It's not super crowded. Uh, nobody traditionally runs out of a lot of food or beverage. So you got plenty of time to walk around, see the exhibits, um, and uh, chat with some local vendors. So go walk under the sharks at night is amazing. It is really cool. So, but yeah, no, we'll post some links up there and um, B-Rob will have you plug it again next week too. So yeah, um, you guys, thanks for being here. Uh, B-Rob, I know you got to go. I will say this. You guys, real quick, you guys have screwed up my algorithm because I just opened my phone up to see. I thought I had a Facebook notification, and the very first thing that popped up in my feed was family watches salt burn together. So there's that. <laughs> Watch those. Oh, those, are, do it. those are very funny and disturbing. I was going to say, I give a shout out to my bestie, Nora. Uh, I always have to give a shout out to her for uh, whenever I do the podcast. So. Awesome. Nice. Nora, thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully you listen more than just when that pool's on. Yeah, but we appreciate uh, that also. We appreciate it. And any just of the uh, at least. breweries, restaurants, or anyone uh, who would like to sponsor Every Man's Guide to Nerddom, uh, feel free. We're still looking for a sponsor since Chassis never responded. I know. No Chassis, no Tushy. 
A lot of crotch-based products we started trying to get at the beginning, so maybe we need, need to branch out. Mattress yet? We need to branch it, like maybe like foot fungus or something. Yeah. Tenactin. Um, tenactin. Fat. Boom. <laughs> so uh, with that, this has been Every Man's Guide to Nerddom. Uh, thank you, B Rob. Thank you, Chofe. Thank you, Doctor Justin. I'm Chris, and I'm and thank you, Chris, and I'm Kyle. And wherever thank you, you guys are, have a great evening, morning, nighttime, whatever time it is, wherever you are, and please be good to each other. Nerd a fresh cheese bag. See ya. It could get elevated. Nerd rise up. It could get elevated. Nerdcore used to be just a made-up word.